You like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another one. Tony Bruno. See? Give me another one. Tony Bruno. You say it real fast now? Tony Bruno. Nice. You say it real slow now? Tony Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper? <laughs> You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it! Here is Tony Bruno. Welcomes, children. You know what it is? And I almost forgot again, Robin. What is it? What day is today? Oh, yes. What day is today? No, it's not hot. I know day. who we can ask, Tony. What is it, Z? <laughs> Bryce, what is it? What is it? Brian? What is it? Taco Tuesday! Taco Tuesday! <laughs> exactly right. It is Taco Tuesday. There was an updated video by LeBron James that he posted last week with Anthony Davis sitting at the table in his house, <laughs> engaged in Taco Tuesday. But I'm not playing that because there's breaking Laker developments involving Anthony Davis, which I will get to. Oh, And all no. you Laker fans out there are not going to be happy with this breaking news from the association. Stephen NBA Smith, I don't believe, even commented on it today. I've changed Stephen's name. He's a friend, so I can do this. It used to be Stephen A. Smith. Uh-huh. It's now Stephen NBA Smith. <laughs> because all he talks about is the NBA, for God's sake. That works. That am works I right? for me. Yeah, that works. Uh, am I right? It's Taser Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. It's Tata Tuesday. It's definitely cooler than it used to be, so it's uh, cool enough out now, finally, where you can actually go outside and feel safe. I know. I had to turn the air conditioning off down here. I know. It's too cold. Here we are two days ago. We're dying, and now all of a sudden, it's Detroit Tigers Tuesday, too, in the most maligned ballpark in America, Comerica Park. We'll have baseball resuming for the locals, the Phillies and the Detroit Tigers tonight. Aaron Nola going to the Hill. Nobody says the Hill enough anymore. I don't mean the hill, the website, with the political crap. I was checking the uh, specs on the end line for the rotary girder. Where's that started. coming from? Is that, oh, that's somebody's new walk-up oh. music. <laughs> so I thought I hit a button by accident. <laughs> that is so funny. I was like, what the hell? You and I both did the same thing and looked down at our, our respective sound boards and stuff, and we're like, where the hell is that coming from? That is funny. Well, we got a lot of stuff today. I'll get to the NBA news. I don't normally lead with it because it's really not breaking NBA news unless you go to ESPN.com and then it's, everything's NBA breaking news. But there's other important stuff. We got football news. We got baseball. We've got all kinds of great updates today. I mean, this is going to be off the charts insane. That's why you need to have the Twitch TV app. Because, you know, you can listen to the show anywhere you want. But if you want to enjoy the full experience, like they say in the movie theaters, you want the full 3D Dolby digital sound. You're all right, Robin? You got something in your eye? Yes. How did you get something in your eye sitting down here in the basement where there's no dust particles? See, that's the problem. There are dust particles. And on this show today, we will do something that you haven't seen done before except on some dumb reality show 
or maybe some Ripley's Believe It or Not thing. Well, we we did see it here once. Yes, but we're going to do not, an upgraded version. Yes, this is the upgraded and version. And this is for health. This will be in our health and fitness segment that we do every day on the show if you're new to us. Because we are so healthy and so fit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we will do because of our great loyal audience out there. And the great AJ in San Antonio sent me one of those Sign You Plus uh, electronic sinus rinse machines. So I don't have to squeeze a bottle in one nostril and have it coming out of the other one. And it's really gross. This will be scientific, very therapeutic, very sanitary. It's safer than drinking alcohol in Costa Rica. I can I can assure you that. Absolutely. There will be no methanol inserted into this device today. Boy, it looks like we picked a good year not to go to Costa Rica or the Dominican Republic, huh? God. Especially if you like to drink. This is a bad year to go to an all-inclusive in the Dominican Republic or Costa Rica. Yes, it is. Dude, it's what the scary. hell's going on down there? Costa Rica, 19 people. Uh, the Dominican Republic, what was the last count of how many people died there? Uh, 19. No, so Costa Rica was 19. I, I don't know. I, I lost Dominican track of Republic. the Dominican I mean, Republic. It's, it's, we're not making fun of this. This is serious. No, it's, no it is. It's very sad. They, then very they scary. found 10,000 bottles of tainted alcohol. Not tainted love. You can get that in the Dominican as well, but some people want to pay for that. And hey, that's that's what happens yeah, when you AJ travel. Yeah, AJ in San Antonio is like, it's, what you're going to be doing this live on the show, the sinus rinse with a some implements that look might like maybe some medieval torture devices is going to be safer than drinking anything. That's why, let me just tell you that if you have the Twitch app, you know, if you're listening in your car and you're just listening to audio only, that's fine. That's safe. But if you're in the comfort of your home, like many of our listeners do every day, or you're in work and you want to cast this to your, you know, pretend you're working, you're at your computer, it's the summer, people are on vacation, nobody cares. Just mail it in like Congress does. They don't work and they make 175 grand a year. So you're working hard. You're saying, hey, you know, I want to see a show where I can see and learn things about health. You don't have to stay up till 3 in the morning watching infomercials to see this. You're going to see it live right here today, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. I feel like I'm at the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus before they shut it down. Right here, we need Ed Sullivan. Right here on a big shoe today, I have in my hands right now, let me get over here. Robin already has it loaded with saline solution. Yes. Are you sure you didn't put methanol in here, Robin? I'm positive. It Moonshine, came out of, bad it came shine. came out of the little packages that they provided. Did you use distilled water? Yes, I did. It's not plugged in. Do we have an extra plug? I don't want to... What will happen? I'll plug this thing in and the whole show will crash. Yeah, no, no, no. We're gonna, we have too many things when plugged we get, in. When we get ready to do it, you're going to end up plugging it in over there. Plug it in, plug it and in. And I will bring the camera over so that you can do it semi-close to the sink. Now, this is the actual device. That's why you have to go to twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live, and watch it. And then, I mean, right now, that looks like something I could enjoy. Yeah, but. this looks like a uh, <laughs> looks like something you get at a wedding registry for the bride, or maybe yes, the yes. bridal party. A battery-operated little thing. usually there's not some kind of a hose attached to it. <laughs> and then there's all kinds of tips for just a second. These look scary. This one here... Looks a little scary. Then there's this one. It looks like a musical note. It's got the black tip. It's got the white tip. It's good. I, I like that when you have the black and white because I don't want anything to be perceived as we're only doing white tips on this show. We got it's gray di- tips. It's blue. We got gray tips. We got black tips. We got blue tips. We got gray tips. 
And and everybody each, in the house getting tips. Each one does something different, Tony. One there's like one that's softer, that's like does a mist, and then that one is the one that you're holding right now is the one to actually rinse your nose out. So which I want to know because I'm going to have to set this up during the show. It's the big dark blue one. That, that looks you need. black to me. That's not blue. Yeah, it's navy blue. I can't see. I'm going to call it black because even though it's it's blue, it's not my favorite color, blue. No. So I'm going to ram this one in my nostril. No, you don't ram it. Did you did you, see? You didn't even read the directions. I've seen first. these things used on infomercials okay. in the middle of the so night. That's so enough. That's I know all exactly, you need. That's all I need. <laughs> As, and then if something goes wrong, Phil Swift, the Flex Seal guy, will come in and he'll immediately slap some Flex Seal, Flex glue, Flex caulk, all part of the Flex family of products. <laughs> They got and everything now. They got flex dildos. They got flex Tampex. They got flex everything. You can flex, not the flex offense, so that's not working in the NFL anymore, Rob. Michael in Tennessee says that this should at least be better than Dr. <laughs> Pimple Popper. Yeah, well, no doubt about that. <laughs> because there will be no grotesque things spewed all over the place. People watch that show. I, they watch I, this hot I, Asian chick. She's hot. Is she? Yeah. I, I, I have... N- as soon as I even hear the mention, as soon as there's like a ghost of it on TV, I immediately turn my turn it off, turn the channel, turn my head. Even something. when I see a I promo for Do- like. when I see a promo for Doctor Doctor Pimple Popper, I'm saying, yeah, she's hot. And if she got close, I'd probably say, you know, may-. but then I'd say, no, no, because when Robin does that to me in the shower, oh yeah, you got a you got a blackhead on your back. I'm like, stop it! Do not do that with your nails and try to pop a a, a blackhead on the back of my back. You're welcome. Uh, she is hot, though. AJ in San Antonio says, the Flex dildo should arrive Thursday, Tony. <laughs> Phil Swift will personally deliver it right here. Why? And then Thank there won't you. be any floods in here if we have rain. Meanwhile, speaking of it, I hope everybody who's listening in the, in the area, wherever you may be, with the bad storms that yes. roll through, there's still power out, a lot of trees down, a lot of the... 300,000 people exactly. without power in New Jersey uh, yesterday. There's floods everywhere in New York, New Jersey. Yep, trains, lines yeah. are messed up. Everything's messed up. This is climate change. I thought they were going to get it fixed by Monday. Yeah, after we the even saw weekend. a video of a miniature tornado in parts of Pennsylvania. Yeah, I mean, Jersey, yeah. a lot of spots out there, so be careful. Hopefully you got your power back on and, and ups to all the people who work for the power companies who have to climb these trees and cut down broken trees and climb things to get the power back on. Working hard for you. Uh, Bob from Valley Forge just caught me. I got to give myself the first one of the day because he's right. When I said on the back of your back as opposed to the front of your back, it's a good point, Bob. No, sometimes I'm in the shower. When we were in Venice, we had this gigantic party shower. I know. It was an awesome we, shower. We, don't have, we have a small shower now. So Robin, would, you know, we would always, we're like apes, you know, always looking for things on people's bodies. You know how they look and they pick bugs out of well, their mates? no, I mean, it's mates. really handy to, uh, for, <laughs> so, so California, you know, water shortage. Exactly. You so have, we had to have communal showers. You have to shower together to save water. And it's also really handy to scrub each other's backs. And while you're there, <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> Anyway, so we'll do the uh, sinus rinse on the air live. Now it's gotten hot in here all of a sudden. Can you turn the air back on, Robin? I came down. Robin's got long pants on, long shirt, shoes and socks and sneakers. I got flip-flops and shorts on, and it was a little nipply down here. And I was working in an office where I just had the fan on. So I like it comfortable. We're underway. 
Yeah. <laughs> the picture of me and Robin sitting around and picking through each other's hair cracked me up. It's a good visual. You've seen that, right, in the zoo? When oh, the, yeah. When the, when the monkeys are like, with, especially you know, with their kids, they're like grooming them. It's interesting to note <laughs> here oh, <yeah>. that... <laughs> Growing up, um, so I know everybody, I've, I've traveled a lot. Let's just put it that way. And each and, and every highway? <laughs> yes. I uh, Obviously, most of my formative years were spent in the Netherlands. Everybody knows it. Yes, and in Guam, but too. Don't prior, forget the Guam years. Prior to that, when I was very, very young, from six months to three and a half-ish, um, we lived in the Philippines, and then I spent about nine months traveling with my mother around Indonesia. And in those places, you will often see uh, people, not just, you know, but, but people going and doing the same yeah, thing exactly. to each other's hairs because they have lice. And, Kicks uh, and all that other stuff. And, and they, the, I mean, ask anybody that's gone to countries. Yeah, we'll do that. We will not throw feces at anybody, though, <laughs> if you're in the area. There's been a lot of penis and feces talk on the show lately. And, I, and we're not looking for those stories. Those stories keep finding us. I have a report. I have an update, though. There will be no penis. Well, I can't say that. There will be no feces updates on the show today because it's lunchtime and a lot of people have been complaining. We don't do this to try to be gross. That's why we're doing the sinus wrench today to show you the cleaner, more therapeutic way to rid your sinuses of all the allergens that are out there. Yes, because one of the problems that you have. A lot of people have that. Allergy, allergy, allergy. Yeah, that's not seasonal. I mean, it's all year round with me now. And if you take all these allergy medications, it dries you out. Exactly. And when you get dried out, then you have other types of issues. So this, and your doctor recommended the neti pot and various other types of the nasal I got the little sinus bottle where you put the water in and the salt and then you squeeze it up in the the shower. The saline is a way to get rid of all the allergens that are stuck up inside your nose that are causing you to have allergies and congestion without drying you out. And um, this is supposed to be even better and easier to use. So we thank everybody for wanting to get... Tony healthier because you're tired of him choking on air. Yeah, I'm not unhealthy. I just have sinus issues. Yeah. And you know, and I drink and, a lot of water. And now don't somebody put a mask over your face, put a bag, put a bag mask over your face. Oh, I don't have it. We don't have it. I cast know. Up there, I was actually I don't know if anybody else is having issue with the Twitter uh, app, but my mobile Twitter app is Twitter or Twitch. Excuse me, Twitch. My mobile Twitch app is all funkified. So I'm working on it, folks. I don't know what's going on, but it's uh, it's bizarre. It's not it's beyond sh- bizarre. Yes, it's not showing up what it's supposed to show up. So I'm working on that. Is uh, Riddle now like is he like stalking something or is he just sitting on the couch there? Our cat Riddle. Look, he's got the. You know when a cat has that little w- butt shake a little bit when it's about to jump on something? Well, you know what they say. They what say do they say? If I know what they say most of the time. Your, if your cat or your dog, any animal for that matter, acts as if it sees something and you don't... They say often, something? No. Oh, they, that's, that's different. They often say that they're seeing spirits. So is there actually, a ghost down here? Maybe there's a ghost. I've never felt any paranormal. I'm a paranormal guy, as you know. We've done many investigations... I've gone into some of the most haunted locations in the United States. So I'm not afraid of ghosts. Ghostbusters, the female version, sucked, though. i got to say that. And I'm not sexist, but that was horrible. So anyway, we'll keep an eye on Riddle. He may be eyeing something up. He's got that little butt shake. And you know what they say, Robin? What do they say? 
See you broad to get that booty action? <laughs> Lay her down. And, and smack him, yak him. Cold. Excuse me while I whip this out. Yes. <laughs> anyway, well, let's get down to the business, Rob. We got a lot to do. We don't have an actual designated time for the uh, nasal wash, do no, we? No, no. Sinus rinse. No, we do not. All right. We will set that up. It will be coming in the next three hours. In the meantime, we got to get down to the business. And there's a lot of football news today. Do you realize that, Robin? Training camps are starting yes. up all over the league. Football news coming out the yin-yang, ladies and gentlemen. The yin-yang twins will be here later on to do a medley of their hits. And one of my close personal friends, a man who I have wined and dined with, I, he actually administered underarm deodorant to me live at one of the Super Bowls. I followed him at USC with the Trojans. I'm, I'm trying to effort that photograph right now, Tony. I followed him all around the league, from the New York Jets to the butt fumble, to the Philadelphia Eagles, to the Dallas Cowboys, to the Chicago Bears, and finally, it all came to an end with the Washington Redskins. And Mark Sanchez, as we like to call him the Sanchez, has retired from the National Football League and is entering the broadcast booth and actually be on the ABC College Football Show with Kevin Nagandi, Temple's own Kevin Kevin Nagandi, and guess who he will be replacing? He will be replacing Mac Brown, the former Texas coach who took the North Carolina job. So he left the booth on the ESPN slash ABC College Football Show on Saturdays, and he'll be a main studio analyst. Mark Sanchez, I like cool. Mark Sanchez. I do too. He's Very always nice been a good dude. You know, it's really hard to dislike him. He's a humble guy. Good guy. People are ripping him over the butt fumble. Remember, all you Patriot fans out there and all you other fans of big-time teams. In his first two years in the league, he went to the AFC Championship game, and he beat Tom Brady, and he beat Peyton Manning in playoff games. How many Cowboy quarterbacks have done that? No, he was the fifth pick in the draft out of USC. So give it up to Mark Sanchez. So his name will come off the list when a team loses a quarterback. You know, Mark, last year, Washington had to take him because they had nobody out there to play. Then he goes in there, stinks it up, and gets hurt. And that was the end for Mark Sanchez. But a good dude. Hey, guy made a lot of money. Fifth pick in the draft, was in New York for five years, and I mentioned 10 years in the league. It's a pretty good gig. Hang on. I'm almost there, Tony. I had the... Oh, here's him with me. Oh, here he is. Ah, found we got Marchand Sanchez? Sanchez? Yes. Yeah, so Put this him up was, there. This was at the Super Bowl in Dallas in 19... 19- in 2011. 2011. And, you know, I used to see Mark when we were in L.A. during his entire career. And, of course, he left after three years to go into the NFL. And he was the fifth pick in the draft. And the guy, you know, you know, what, you know how, how popular Mark Sanchez is with the, was with the Jets? His coach, Rex Ryan, mm-hmm. loved him so much because he went to championship games in the first two years that he had a, he had a tattoo of his wife. With Mark Sanchez's jersey on his body. Say what? He went out and got a tattoo. Rex Ryan is a little quirky. Remember, his wife's—he's in the big—he's a big foot fetishist yes, guy. Yes, yes. You know that. Hey, listen. You know, some people like uh, foot. Some people have fetishes for feet. Some people hate feet. But damn. Did I look tall in the picture? I don't remember. I haven't seen this picture in a long time. I finally, I, I, I got uh, Twitch. The Twitch mobile app working again on my tablet. I have no idea. I, I can't see it on my tablet, screen so. there. I don't know. So what's it's behind going on. you, Tony. I don't um, see it. Oh, there he is. But um, 
Oh, and now I have to turn it down. That's what happens when you're watching crappy Netflix shows down here at night till one in the morning every <laughs> that's night. Not, that's not the reason why, Tony. It's just because normally I do this way ahead of time. And you see, I had ups then. I mean, I was a pretty tall guy. Mark was short. That's why he no, didn't make it in the NFL. You were sitting, <laughs> you were standing on the Fox Radio set platform. Yeah, it was just said the stage was a raised right. stage. Yes. And there he and is. This was, um, do you remember? This was me and Mark. This was when I had bangs and red hair. Let me see it. <laughs> Let me see that picture. Yeah, I just, I... I didn't Tony, see it. Tony, Tony, just look, I'll look here. Over that. There's nothing on this. It's a black screen. Oh, for Think God's sake! that stupid sakes. Robin? It, it was showing. Anyway, I remember the pictures. He had those, uh, that jacket. That jacket's coming back. The good thing about those... The tweed jacket the with, tweed the, uh, with, the, yeah, with the leather elbows, the, the suede elbows? Yeah, it's a good look. He's a good looking man. Those. He's a good looking yes, guy. He and he's going to do fine as a broadcaster. You know, he auditioned for Fox, but Fox already has hired every other former failed <laughs> USC quarterback. <laughs> Matt Leinert, I mean, they got everybody, Brady Quinn. So ESPN had an opening on their main broadcast Which is awesome. for college football. You know, I've heard, I mean, we've heard him uh, do certain shows. He sounds fantastic, so I think he's going to do No, he's going to be fine. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, they tried him out. He did some, he did some broadcasting. He would go on, on in Los Angeles with Petros and Money all the time because yeah. Petros, a USC honk, and he played at USC too. He's not just a honk. We know a lot of USC honks and UCLA honks out there on the West yeah. Coast. There's some Stanford honks, too, but not many of those. And there's nothing wrong with honks. No. Or honkies or hillbillies, for that matter. Well, honkies we, are not good. I we mean, have you don't a story uh, following up today <laughs> regarding the Costa Rica deaths. This is kind of the, the serious part, but there's a reason why everybody should know hillbillies. And exactly a hillbilly right. could save your life. We love, last night a hillbilly saved my life on the dance floor. Of course, it wasn't a real dance floor. It was like straw and it was dirt. And we're outside in the hills hey, making some shine. Kind. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, we'll get to that. So you got Mark Sanchez retiring. Now you got a big story for your Seattle Seahawks. Defensive tackle, former Alabama great, Jordan Reed has been suspended for the first six games of the upcoming season. And this is a story that's going to piss a lot of people off, but it's also going to make a lot of people realize that the NFL did get serious about domestic violence, even allegations. Because even though this happened in 2017, the league has just decided today that Jordan Reed, who had a great season last year, had 10.5 sacks. He was one of the top four defensive tackles in football when it came to sack totals. And they already lost their top pass rusher, Frank Clark. They didn't lose him. They traded him to the Kansas City Chiefs, a division rival. And now all of a sudden, they're going to lose one of their best defensive linemen for the first six games of the season. And what's interesting about this, and I've said this before about other players who have been suspended pending investigations, Jordan Reed was not even, not even arrested or charged in this situation in 2017. But the NFL says they don't need the proof in their new personal conduct policy. The person doesn't need to be arrested, charged, convicted of anything. They have the right to suspend someone. And that's what they did. Interesting. In this situation up there in Seattle. And he wrote a very nice uh, response that he doesn't agree with the decision, Mm -hmm. but he'll promise to do better. So he said all the right things. And from whatever we've heard... But the bottom line is, you put a hand on a woman in the NFL, they're finally getting serious. Now, Tyreek Hill, remember, earlier this week, yesterday, mm-hmm. 
or actually it was Friday, they said they're not going to suspend him because they heard the other tapes that were finally released. Right. We all heard the original tapes, which were just edited clips, and then the NFL heard the entire tapes, and a television station in Kansas City released them, mm-hmm. which pretty much didn't clear uh, Tyreek Hill of everything, but it certainly cast a doubt yeah. on the credibility of the mother of his child where it looked like that he did everything wrong and she did nothing wrong. And so they, they listened to it. And they said, you know what? There's not enough evidence well, and listening to suspend him. To, to me, listening to, because I listened to the entire thing, doing due diligence, and I felt that even though there was some stuff where you kind of go, really? But for the most part, I felt like she was really trying to lead him on. She was trying to get a certain answer that she wanted out of him. And that the editing job done on these uh, sound clips that we heard originally made it look way worse than it was. Exactly. And again, I'm not trying to say that because the the league could have still suspended him. But they didn't. So that's the problem that a lot of people are having is, especially with the NFL. But one thing about the personal conduct policy, though, remember, the the NFL didn't just impose this. The Players Association had to agree to it as well. Right. Or it wouldn't become law in the NFL world. They had to. Exactly, they had to. So anyway, bottom line is, they get one guy in Seattle, Tyreek Hill, cleared, so he'll be going to training camp this week. So a lot of stuff going on around the NFL. The other big story is Zeke, Zeke Elliott. Now there are stories today that he may not report to the Dallas Cowboys camp, not because of the incident that happened at that Electric Daisy Carnival. He's been cleared of that. The security guard is still filing a, uh, a civil suit against him, saying he was assaulted. That has nothing to do with what's going on. Zeke Elliott wants to get paid. I mean, you always see him eating, right? He's still hungry, and he wants to get paid. And now there's reports out there from various legitimate sites, not these stupid bloggers who make stuff up and throw shit against the wall like an ape at a grandmother at a zoo somewhere who's paying too much attention, like real people who cover the NFL, who have inside information. Zeke, will he hold out in Dallas for a new deal? We'll find out, because teams are reporting. Eagles will report on Thursday Camp starts on Friday. Other teams, many of the players have already shown up. So we'll see some holdouts. We'll see some guys come in. And certainly the people that uh, have deals that they want done, we'll see whether they hold out in the next couple of days. So that's your NFL update. Meanwhile, speaking of NFL, we'll have a Tom Brady update. This is a story that's become a big deal now. The video's out there. Yes, and I have a very strong opinion about I do too, because as a parent, the one thing that interests me about people who comment on things is that most of the people who are commenting on Tom Brady's parenting skills don't have any kids. It's like Oprah telling me what to do with my kids when she's never had a kid. It's like Oprah telling me what to do about my dieting when she has diet issues and weight issues. I don't take, I don't take comments. I respect comments. But I don't take parenting advice from people who have never had a child. Okay? If you've never had a child, right. you can have an opinion but it's not an informed opinion based on knowledge. I would have to agree with that. That's, that's how I look at things. You have a little background. You have a little knowledge. Like Rob, Robert's uh, doctor, doctorate. I gave her a, she has. She doesn't have a real, she didn't go to college and become a doctor. She has an honorary doctorate degree. And that's good enough for me on this show. 
Because, you know, a lot of people have honorary degrees from their schools. Absolutely. And schools they didn't even go to. Just so, instead, In lieu of getting a stipend to go and speak to the uh, to graduating class, uh-huh. that's what these schools do. They, they give them an honorary degree. Right. And wow, look, you've got a doctorate in bullshit from so-and-so university. Meanwhile, the point is Tom Brady was on vacation. Giselle was out there with him. He was on a cliff somewhere. It was a pretty high jump, but it wasn't. Uh, you probably have seen this already. So Tom Brady's getting killed today, and not only just by the dopes out there who have no kids, but even by, like, like the rock, Dwayne Johnson, actually thought that that wasn't a smart thing to do. So he's on vacation. His wife, Giselle, is up there. They're on top of a cliff. It's not a thousand. This isn't like the, the cliff divers at Acapulco where they're diving 150 feet headfirst into water. This was somewhere, obviously, in the Caribbean somewhere. And he and his daughter, who is six years old, are standing, and they both agree, hey, let's jump off the cliff together. And Tom Brady says, oh, we'll do it on the count of three. And so as they're about to jump, he counts down one, two, three. We'll show you the video if you haven't seen it. And Tom and his daughter, because she wanted to do it. He didn't force her to do it. And obviously she can swim, or he would never have his daughter jumping off a cliff, knowing that her daughter, his daughter can't swim. So when you watch the video... When he says one, two, three, he wanted her to go exactly the same time, right? Correct. But she didn't. She hesitated for a half second. She hesitated for a half second. And, and then as he jumps, he sort of like pulls her, but he doesn't like rip her arm out of her socket. So she goes just a half second later, and they both go into the water, and they're both safe, and people are like, oh my God, Tom Brady ripped his daughter's shoulder out. What a bad parent. Okay, I have it. Sorry, it took so long. That's okay. So you watch the video if you haven't seen it. They're standing on top of a cliff. Okay. Tape is rolling. And she hesitates. And then you'll see what happens. So you can see he's not forcing her to be there. No, she wants to be there. She wants to she's jump excited. with him. She wants to do this with Daddy. She's, she's a little bit scared. But, you know... You'd get that on the side of a pool. Yeah, but but she doesn't say, I don't want to do it, Dad. No. Don't force me to and do she's, it. She's already, and she had, so here's the thing. As a parent, if you look at that, you have to jump a certain way. You have to jump far enough out at So you don't hit the rocks. So that you don't hit the rocks. If you do it correctly, and the and and he's making sure that she is, and she really wants to do it, and rather than her doing it by herself, he's helping and making sure that she clears exactly. the rocks. Exactly, because we were talking about this yesterday when I saw it for the first time after the show, and you know, people say if he if he doesn't, if say he say he lets go, yeah. he wasn't holding her hand, he jumps and she slips off the rock and falls down. She would have been killed or could have been killed. Or hurt severely. Exactly. And, and as it is right now, she is perfectly fine. And yes, I mean, it, the, the angle of, because of the fact that he's heavier and he went slightly ahead of her, her arm, she, she gets turned around a little bit, but he's already in the water. You can tell that and she's And his wife, to- by the way, is, is videotaping yes. this. And you think that she would say, no, go ahead and do it, honey. I know you can't swim and you really don't want to do it. But let's take this video for daddy so he'll look like a jerk. He doesn't look like a jerk. And last but not least, he posted this, which means that he would not have posted something if his daughter had been hurt in the video. 
Exactly. Like you don't do that. You don't. You don't shame or you don't. It, it's stupid. So his daughter's fine, and he did exact. And she now has this fantastic memory of having jumped off a cliff in wherever they are. Um, and by the way, this isn't Dad. a big story to me. This is a big just, story because Tom Brady posted it on his Instagram, and so all of the great parents out there who push their kids into a pool when nobody's looking or who do stupid shit when they don't have kids and insult kids are the ones commenting on this. We give our opinion. I'm a parent. I have three kids. I never pushed my kids. I never told them to jump when they weren't ready to jump. I never forced any of my children right. or children I've been around to do something they didn't want to do. And if That's you, not what he did here. No, and if you look at it, you can tell that she actually was just ready to jump, and then for just a split second, she hesitated. And in that split second, he had to make the decision to pull her over, otherwise she would have gone, the arc would not have been big enough, and she would have gone straight exactly. down. Exactly. Now, so, the year before, me, a couple years, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, Brady did the same thing by himself. He went cliff diving off a really high cliff. Yes. And the Patriot fans are thinking, you know, this guy's 40 now, and he's in great shape, obviously, so he takes care of his body better than anybody, except Giselle. And her body gets taken care of as well. So there's a good... She takes care of his body, she takes care of her body, and it's a body-body thing. And the body issue of ESPN, the magazine. Do they still have that, or Sports Illustrated? Now they're going bye-bye. I know. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. That's what happens sometimes. So... Do you think that's a big deal and Tom Brady's a bad parrot? No. I think... I'm not, is, I know you don't. No, I don't what, either. What I think And you know is, me, I'm not a Patriots fan. I'm a human being fan. Right. But what I do think is a big deal is all these freaking idiots jumping on this bandwagon and putting... And, and like, they have nothing... People have nothing better to do than to l- look at something that should be happy and joyous and cool and trying to make it nasty and trying to just like pile. Well, because there's a lot of fa- there's a lot. See, they don't. The people who are anti Tom Brady are mad because the Patriots are good and they beat their teams. I don't Ugh. look at sports that way. So petty. I'm just although I'm Donovan just... McNabb, if he doesn't throw off, they probably would have beaten the Patriots and they wouldn't have had that game that uh, they pulled out because McNabb threw up. But that's a different story in Jacksonville. It's just people take glee in shitting on other people. Yeah, parade. especially just, successful people. Yeah, you know just, me. I'm I, not a Patriot fan. But I don't, I don't hate Tom Brady or Bill Belichick. These guys are legends. The whole thing, and I'm not saying this because I want Boston sports fans to say, hey, good job, Tony, defending Tom. No, it's not a job. It's called living life and having children and experiencing things with your kids. Yes. Not putting your kids in danger. Not forcing your kids to do something they can't do, especially when it comes into jumping into water. Now, there are a lot of people in, in Europe and even in this country now, as soon as babies are born, mm-hmm. they're throwing them in water. Well, they're not throwing. They're, they're, but what I mean by yes. throwing is they're, they're teaching the kids to swim. Swim early. Very early. Mm-hmm. I mean at birth. Right. The earlier, the better. Because then the kids don't have the fear of water. Correct. See, I grew up. I didn't know how to swim. I never had water around me. I had a fire hydrant. I grew up in the city. I know. In the inner city. We it's had a couple good. of crappy pools uh, that are uh, you know city-run pools that were toxic sewer septic disasters, and I still went in those, but I stay in the shallow end, so I never learned how to swim as a kid, and so that's what happens to a lot of people, but when I grew up and had children, first thing we did, my wife and I, we made sure our kids knew how to swim. Yep. My ex-wife was a good swimmer. I wasn't, but we skied together. We did everything together. They learned, and they got better than me. That's what happens when you teach your kids the right way at the beginning, instead of letting, letting them grow up and then be afraid 
Tom Brady's kids are not afraid. They travel the world. They go to some of the most exotic places on earth. They have the ability to do that. So I, the bottom line is, if you have a problem with that, then you're obviously a bad parent, a non-parent, well, I think it's or just non-parent. hate the Patriots and Tom Brady. Right. Yeah. I guarantee you, most of the people ripping Tom Brady, there's two reasons to do it. You hate Tom Brady and the Patriots, and you don't have any kids. It's that simple. Or you're just a miserable person and you want to shit on somebody else's Well, that's, good a, time. that's why we have social media, Robin. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what it's all about, isn't it? I know. <laughs> so we having problems with Twitch right now? Um, Mickey, are we now? Mickey, uh, Mickey Dell says that the, what's up with Twitch? Yeah, you know, so I was having a little bit of issue with it as well, but I fixed it finally. It just it, I, I refreshed and refreshed and refreshed in the Twitch app. It's not the desktop app. It was the mobile app that was having issues. So, so it's, everything's good now, right? Everything's good now. All right, so we got the Tom Brady thing. If you have an opinion on it, you can give us a call. You know what the phone number is, Robin? 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. We got some of the most incredible updates you will ever see. And one of them may be the best ever. And I hate gender reveals, Robin, more than anybody. I I think they have jumped the shark more than Shark Week. I heard you laughing so hard upstairs, and then you told me what it was. and then I I said it to you, and I said, (laughs) this is without a doubt... Now, it may be offensive to some of you who are a little bit, I would call... Uh, prudish? Prudes. We don't have prudes on this show, Tony. No, most of our listeners understand yeah. that. And we don't do don't things th- just to be dirty or just to be yeah. off, you know, try to but be edgy. But this is freaking funny. It's the greatest gender reveal ever. So we will have that shortly. Exactly. Also, we have a Scratch That Itch update today. You know, it's been hot outside. Yeah. yeah over the weekend, all over the, and most of the people, middle of the country, all the way east. And some people get frisky outside. Yeah, some, some people like it hot and sweaty. We got a scratch that itch update today. You're going to love. Because everybody needs loving nowadays. Gimme, gimme good loving. Every day. Plus, we'll go back into the water. Just when you thought it was safe to come out of the water, on this show, there is always some sort of amphibian, some sort of a fish, some sort of a shark crocodile, alligator, you name it. If it's in the water and it's doing stuff, it's on this show. And we also, this is one I'm throwing at you because I didn't actually send it to you ahead of time, so you might be seeing this for the first time too. I also have the, almost the flight from hell, but they caught it on time before the plane left and two hysterical straight faces. Oh, you're talking about the woman with the guy right behind the emergency exit row store? Yeah. It's I again, have the video, and it is... This is a parental discretion <laughs> advised, yes. or as they say, NSFW. And it you know is what not that means, what right? You, when, when you start <clears throat> listening to it and watching it, you will be surprised. It will not be what you expect. And that's why I love doing this show, <clears throat> because these are the types of stories you cannot air on over-the-air mm, radio no. or television without it being bleeped out to the point where it's not funny. It's this stuff is all natural, you yes. know. It's not the, the little short guy who did that bit. That was a scam yeah. artist. He's trying to make a career out of it. The bagel guy. He was a fraud, right? And some people sniffed it out right away. A lot of people bought into it. I bought into it at first, and then I realized he was I doing this. 
You didn't buy in it from, from day one? No, because it didn't make any sense to me. It's like, how did they conveniently have cameras? How did they... Well, everybody's got a phone. Well, everybody's no, got no. a cell phone, Robin. It, yeah, but it was posted by him and supposedly... Well, we didn't know it was him initially. That's the point. Nobody knew. Somebody thought it was, he was just in a bagel shop and somebody was but rolling was tape because things. he was flipping As out. As I'm watching it, there was just too many things. Robin, no, you didn't. Everybody yes, got... every I did. Every news channel, everybody ran this thing. As if it was, oh my God. I sniffed it yeah, out. Yeah, you Tony. sniffed it out. Sniff this. I sniffed this. it out. Ridiculous. You didn't sniff it out because we played it on the show and you said, oh my God, short guy disease. No, I did not. I said, I just, it does not make sense. Well, I will never even acknowledge that bum anymore. So if he, no matter what he does, yeah. he could cure cancer and I still won't give him any kind of credit because he's a douchebag. But he's a smart douchebag because he found a way to make money by suckering people into believing that he was really being discriminated against because he was a short jerk-off on dating sites. And there's nothing wrong with short jerk-offs on dating sites. I don't sites. like that kind of stuff, though. I don't like because they're, they're, making, they're making fun of other people. They're punking people, and I don't, I don't like that whole punking Then you don't like uh, What's-His-Face, then? The original guy who yeah, stole punk I don't. from the I, Jerky Boys. I actually don't care for it. You know what I'm talking about? The actor. Yeah, uh, Aston Kutcher. Yeah, Aston Kutcher did the punk on MTV, and now everything's don't punking. Like you know, the, I don't mind... Uh, they're not funny anymore. That's the problem. I don't mind having tricks played on people that are funny, but when it's, when it's like, when you're purposefully... And you can either, hurt somebody. Either almost hurting somebody, or you're laughing because you hurt somebody, or you're, you're making, making fun of people. Making fun of people. And I've done that, and then I realize I shouldn't really, have made really fun of you're really, really scaring people to the point of it's gone too far. You know, just startling somebody is different, or 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 when it's... Yeah, I just don't like the... The, 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 the original... And, and Bill Gladney, because he's an older dude. Banana, and he, right? banana split, or what was it called? No, it was called... Candid camera. Candid camera that's Banana it. splits was the uh, the the, no, the, the furry people at the amusement camera, park. Candid camera in Europe was called banana split. It was. Yes. It's damn Europeans. That's why we got to keep them out of this country. <laughs> tell them to go back where they came from. I, I guess I'd have to do that to my mom too because she came from uh, Sicily. Yes. So when I say go back to where you came from, to my mom, I used to say that to her in the beginning when I was a young punk kid. Oh, did you really? And she would give me stuff. Like, go back to where you came from. That's back when you can say that and not be called a racist. But anyway, enough about that. Alan Funt did the original yeah. Candid Camera. And it was fun, good-natured yes, stuff. it was good-natured It wasn't stuff. like, That's oh, my God, you almost died. How about that? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or when, they, when they pretend that somebody else died or they, you know, like, uh, just, it just is not funny at all to me. That's great Alan Funt knowledge. But anyway, enough about the punking and all that other stuff. Let's get down to the business. So I gave you the football update. We got baseball action, Robin. Are you ready for some hardball? Yeah. No, not the one with Chris Matthews. Oh. Nobody watches that anymore. I'm talking about baseball. Major League Baseball. Oh. Robin, stop messing with my bio. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I was waiting. I always see your hand go to the knob. Yeah, because I'm... Now, sometimes when it goes to the right knob, I'm okay. But when it goes to the wrong knob... I'm anticipating I'm I don't necessarily do anything only when it's necessary, Tony. Last night, of course, how about your Minnesota Twins? Five home runs. They turn a triple play, and they turned a couple of tricks after the game in Minnesota because, you know, you go out at night, the Yankees are in town. They can't do that in New York. People would see them, but in Minnesota it's different. 
CC Sabathia and the New York Yankees lose. Oh, Yankees lose. Eight to six in a wild one. Red Sox. I was wrong, Dean, yesterday. I ripped all those Tampa Bay fans who are front runners and would go out and watch the Red Sox play the Rays at Tropicana Field over in St. Petersburg. Nobody showed up to go watch it. No Red Sox fans, no Rays fans. Countless dozens in attendance last night on the ESPN National Game of the Week. And the Red Sox laid a biblical beatdown on the Tampa Bay Rays. So the Rays pick up, uh, the Red Sox pick up a little ground, pick up a game on the Yankees who lose. Tampa, are they starting to fade? Will they start trading players? Of course they will. They do it every year. But my favorite game of the night, Robin. What is that? The Houston Astros, who are red hot. Astros have won, what, six in a row. You want to talk about irony? You want to talk about creepy? You want to talk about maybe aliens involved in this? Space? I need some uh, space music, Robin. Because this, we talk about crazy coincidences. Remember we talked about the Tyler Skaggs game with all the 45 references and the you know, home runs, is the day of his birthday. Remember there were all these statistical coincidences involving that Angels no-hitter a couple of Friday nights ago. Last night in Houston, hello, you know what they celebrated last night? What did they celebrate, Tony? Apollo 11 night. And of oh. course, Houston was mission control. Very cool. Right? Yeah, yeah. So the Astros at home, and they're playing the Oakland A's. Obviously a rival, the team trying to nip at their toes in their division. So what happens last night? Jarrett Cole, who's one of those pitchers that nobody really talks a lot about. Jarrett Cole last night had 11 strikeouts. You say, all right, no big deal. Remember, Apollo 11. Try to keep track here. I'm I'm tracking. They won the game 11-1. to Over the Oakland A's. Okay. Cole got his 11th win of the season in the game. So far, three, three 11 references. This is the 11th time the Astros have scored 11 runs this season. That's four. And rookie Jordan Alvarez hit his 11th home run of the season. Five. Coincidence? Apollo 11 night? 11 1, 11 strikeouts, 11 wins? 11th time the Astros scored 11 runs. Rookie player, 11 home runs. Believe it or not, Robin. Coincidence? I think not. Wow. Perfectly timed to the end of the 2001s. You can't you can't teach that, kids. Love the organ at the end. But I always like the organ at the end. It's, you know what I'm saying? I, I actually like the organ at the beginning. <laughs> And then after the game of AJ in San Antonio, Jared Cole went to a 7-Eleven for a case of Schlitz. I mean, that's a perfect night right there. At least he didn't head for the Rockies. How about that story? That's the kind of statistical stuff I love. I hate all the analytic shit. Numerology. That's numerology, not statistics. Exactly. Schlitz ice. No, I don't think they have that. That's That's a pretty amazing fact, isn't it? The factoids. That's the kind of stuff I like. I don't care about a guy's war, his OBP, his OPS. I don't care about the launch angle, the exit velocity, or all that other bullshit. I care about things like that. That's why I'm a real baseball fan. Not like most people out there. Not that there's anything wrong with that. 
The Nationals and Rockies got rained out last night, so they'll play a split doubleheader tomorrow, Wednesday. How about the Giants? Your San Francisco Igante last night beat the Cubs with a three-run eighth inning, and the Giants probably have the toughest decisions to make of any team in baseball. The Cleveland Indians are in that situation, too. You know, you're good enough to compete or you're going to start selling people. The Indians are playing great. But the Giants, now you gotta, you're going to trade Madison Baumgartner if you're the Giants? <clears throat> Again, they're in the wild card. They're not going to catch the Dodgers. You have a chance to make the postseason. You could lose in one game in the postseason as the uh, wild card. That's the biggest concern. Do you stay in the race and not get rid of your best players to try to get younger and bring more players in? So the Giants have that problem right now. Because they're playing, they're playing as well as anybody in baseball and better than most teams. The Cleveland Indians in the same situation, and that's where the play of the night comes in, Robin. Yes, it is the Tony Bruno Show. Sign your rinse, play of the night, brought to you by Sign You Pulse, which we will be cranking up today on the program. The Advanced Nasal Sinus Irrigation System with patented technology, Sign You Plus Relief and Elite. The official sinus rinse of the Tony Bruno Bruno Nation Live. Oh, uh, we we know that people are just <laughs> chomping at the bit for this particular segment. I'm sure that That's they are still ahead, folks. This is a big tease. This is like the big finish. We keep teasing wanna, that it's going to happen. I want to know how many people are tuning in just because we posted that Tony was going to do that. <laughs> and if you are. Can I make a prediction yeah, that you are also a fan of Dr. Pimple Popper? No, I'm not. Only of her. No, no, no. Not I'm of her work. It. So, anyway, back to the gate. And of Buzz the night. Aldrin threw out the first pitch last no, night. No, his son. His son, I'm sorry. And then Buzz was cold cocking some sucker in the stands at Minute Maid Park who questioned whether he actually stepped foot on the moon. But Buzz is good like that. And I hope whoever got it, I hope if he did it, he, they got it on video. Nothing like watching old, an old dude. Lay out a young punk sucker. Yeah. A know-nothing punk scum. I mean, I think that a it would... A crumb bum, as my shirt says. Anybody... A lush crumb if bum. It, if you have done something so epic as what Buzz did, where you were risking your life, and it wasn't frivolous. I mean, people... No, like, it's people, one of the greatest accomplishments right. in the history of mankind. And it's not like... But I'm sure that a lot of ways, people that have fought in the military who have risked their lives for the country feel kind of the same way when somebody discounts anything that they do. Well, remember I told you the New York Times wrote a story about how NASA was racist and there were no women or people of color back during the 1969 space launch. And I ripped them all over the place. Not because I disagree with opinions, but guess what the New York Times had to do a couple of days later? They had to retract? Yes, yes, because they were wrong. They were wrong. They were so they wanted to be so woke to rip the the uh, the, the greatest accomplishment in American space history. Mm-hmm. They wanted to make sure they ripped it to, to, to appeal to all the idiots who will believe every word they write. They used to be a great newspaper. They are now an absolute rag. The onion. The Babylon Bee have more legitimate stories than the New York Times. You're gonna <laughs> plaster on the front page an opinion piece saying Oh, there were no no people of color. There were no the genders. They were wrong. And guess when they when they put the retractions in, they had three retractions to that story, yeah. and they buried them. Yep, they buried them later in the story. But my, where I was going, with I would this, never give the New York Times. I wouldn't use them to line the cat boxes 
It is a waste of money, and anybody who's wasted a dime on the New York Times is a moron or an absolute lapdog loser. Even the Sunday paper. How do you really feel about that, Tony? I think the New York Times is an embarrassment and a disgrace to journalism. Well, also a disgrace, and where I was going with this, is that anybody that's fighting out there for our country, for cities, uh, whether it's military, whether it's astronauts back in the day, and whether it's our men in blue and our firefighters and our police force... uh, if they are being made fun of, which recently happened on a video we saw it, uh, in New York. Well, that's because nobody respects the cops. And and that that's is a just, different. We're but, not going. I'm not getting into a big well, rant about my, it. You know, we don't have to get into a big rant about it. But I'm bringing it up because it's kind of like I don't blame people for losing their shit. Oh no, I sometimes I, don't, I, I, really lose, don't. I only lose my shit on the show here and on Twitter every once in a while. I don't lose it. I just. But have fun with people. But who if you're like buzz, stupid stuff. I mean, I, I could see I could see somebody, you know, who who's been taking it and taking it and taking it. I and agree. They're doing I just you just lose it. Let's go to the phones, Robin. Because I want to get to my big play of the night. And then we got sidetracked because of Buzz Aldrin being mentioned that his son threw out the first pitch at the Houston game last night against the Oakland A's, which they won eleven to one. So we're gonna get to that. But what I want to get to the baseball because we're still in our baseball segment, Robin. <clears throat> I have to get to this tape. Put the caller on hold. We've got to get to the play of the night because it's sponsored by a product that actually has nothing to do with sponsorship that was purchased for us. Robin, put the phone down right now. We've got to do a damn show here. I'm going to have the New York Times sponsor that rant. Damn, Tony. This rant was sponsored by the New York Times, where you can get a two-year <laughs> subscription for only 99 cents, not a week, for two years. Remember, the New York Times was sold for a dollar. When you're sold for a dollar and you're the supposed paper of record in America, that shows you what a shit show you've become. So for the New York Times, I'm going to have to give you one of these for being a no-good, dirty, rotten, piece-of-shit publication. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll be here all week. Okay, play of the day. Back to the play of the day. Got it. I have it ready. Ladies and gentlemen, last night, your play of the night, Jason Kipnis. Jason Kipnis, ladies and gentlemen, of your Cleveland Indians. Let's set it up. Bottom of the ninth. Three, two, pitch. Let's go to the tape. Just threw the bat at it. Kipnis, long run out. Oh, why not end your anniversary night with a spectacular play? Beautiful. What a night for Kip. On the anniversary of his debut eight years ago, he has two hits, a run batted in, a couple of runs scored, and one spectacular defensive play. Just the perfect timing. What a great play to end it. Good night. Good night for Kip and the Indians. How about your Cleveland Indians? Another team that I mentioned playing well right now, and alive in a postseason situation. And what do you do if you're a Cleveland fan? You say, oh, let's get rid of guys like Jason Kipnis and some of our pitchers? This is really the toughest time to be in baseball, and, and, and especially from teams that a lot of people didn't expect much from. You know, Tampa's going to sell. There's no doubt about that. Because they have to. They don't have, the, they don't have the television revenue. They don't have the stadium revenue that brings people in. People don't go, so they don't sell 
merchandise. They don't sell booze and food when you go to a ballpark and nobody's there. Right. You can't afford to pay the big contracts. I know there's revenue sharing, but I give the Rays credit because year after year, just like the Oakland A's, they're able to bring in young players and compete and be a reasonable, decent team on the field. You don't see them tanking like basketball teams. They're not trying. They're not trying to overpay guys, but they get good young players. They draft well, and then they uh, then they compete, but they never can win because they don't have the money to keep these guys around to keep the team growing together as an organization. That's the problem. Yes, and then you know Paul Goldschmidt. Another story last night: Grand Slam in the tenth inning. You know, Goldschmidt moved on because he's in Arizona, and he, now he's obviously moved on to St. Louis, and he wins a game last night. So that's a great play. Did you like that catch by uh, Jason Kipnis? I that's did. A damn that good was play. A, right at the tip of the glove. It was pretty awesome. Oh, he had to jump up just a tip for and, just a second. And that's, that's all, all it took. That's all it took. <laughs> just the tip for just a second. I like the roll, and then he kept, kept the ball in the glove. That's- that was beautiful. By the way, Donald Trump just texted me and said he totally agrees with my New York Times take today. No, he's not following well, me. I'm not following him, by the way. People Chris, think, uh, you know, I don't follow most politicians because I don't want my timeline loaded up with bullshit. Well, there's a lot of BS on your timeline anyway. Well, I know. Honey. That's just regular people. Now, I don't follow politics. Chris I don't follow F- the president. I don't follow anybody. Chris F29 uh, agrees that you can replace Charmin with the New York Times. Wipe your ass. I never understood people. Now, you know what newspapers were good for? And I learned this from the nuns going to elementary school at St. Rita's because I used to clean the windows in the convent. I was going to say, what else did you learn from Well, that's I, I, only, I only went in the convent. I didn't go in the rectory. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So as a young altar boy, young, good Catholic altar boy, uh-huh. I learned from the nuns that there was one really good use. And I'm talking back in the 60s now. The best use for the New York Times was to wash windows. And I never got that because there's all that ink. In, yeah, I There's know. all that printing ink in there. Wouldn't your hands get all black? Yeah, but apparently the nuns told me that you use like vinegar and then you use newspaper uh-huh. to clean the window. I want to know if somebody else has done that. Well, didn't it used to be vinegar and brown paper? It used to be a lot of things, but newspapers. I well, learned vinegar, newspaper. I know that vinegar works pretty much anything. I think paper was newspaper was just because it was cheap. Well, Trevor in the 203 says, I learned that I had a cursing problem in Catholic school, and I got hit with a ruler. Well, we all did. Anybody who did. That's back when you can have discipline in schools without having parents come in, and now the kids beat up the teachers. Back then, you were afraid of the teachers, especially the nuns, and they would whack you with a ruler or the pointer. Oh, I had the ruler. I had the ruler. I had the pointer. I had everything. Whatever they could grab, they would hit me with. And I was also mystified (laughs) at... One, whether they really had feet, because you didn't always see their, they sort of floated. And, um, and I didn't know if the, if the nuns actually went to the bathroom, because you never ever saw them going to the bathroom. You think they were commando under there? I never really thought um, of that stuff as nuns. Although the modern day nuns who don't wear the full habits. Right. You could tell, I mean, you know what they look like. A lot of the younger nuns that you see. I went to. Especially a- in all those horror movies, you know, like the. the the ones about the nun. And I all went these to things. a Catholic school briefly, very briefly, and the I don't even remember what order it was, or it was I. I just know that it was in in it was either Spain or France. But it, I was in kindergarten, and they had the full habit, and they had the wimples, you know, like the, the flying nun. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Are those for <laughs> not the flying? That's were the, those for landing or takeoff? I don't know whether don't they know. raised them or lowered them. Whenever they were scary, for final man. approach or whenever going. <laughs> 
Well, Hot for Teacher is a great song. I didn't, and I, t- I told you that story, right? That uh, that I got in really big trouble. So my mom, I got was, in trouble every day in Catholic school. I was not in Catholic school. That's for how you very get street long, cred in the city. But my mom put me in the school because it was the closest school to where we were staying at the time. Kindergarten, pretty sure it was kindergarten. And uh, my mom, hippie, very very much hippie granola, um, crunchy granola, right? crunchy granola. And one of my favorite books was a book that. It was a like cartoonish, and I think it was called "How You Were Made" or "How You Were," and and it was about the uh, like insemination process and how a baby's born or formed inside of a stomach. My favorite book brought it to school. Nuns were not happy with me. They weren't teaching you. Uh, I got in trouble. It got reproductive taken away. health back in the day. It w- it got taken away from me. And then I got the ruler for bringing that book to school and showing it to all my little friends. And the very next day, my mother took me out of that school. So it was a very brief moment. Anti-Christian, Robin. You're one of those people who hates the Christian community. No, I'm just scared of... No, your son's named Christian, so you really don't. I'm just scared of Catholic nuns. My favorite nun movie, I told you before, I got to go find it and, and watch it again. Devils. I told you that. Movie. Oh, I saw. A What's clip the dude's of it? name with the yeah. uh, with the hair left the actor? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was in that movie. Was it The Devils or just? I Devils? think it was either The Devils or Devils. It was back in the seventies, and it was really erotic, and there was a lot of nudity and violence. It was very, 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 very disturbing. You know, and somebody makes a good point here. Just look at the tech. Just look at the the things that I had to live through. As a young Catholic boy. Yes. You know, banging the eraser. You had to go outside and bang the erasers. The Devils. The Devils. What's the guy's name? The actor? um, He's a famous actor. Hold on a second. Who was the lead in the movie? Yes. um, It was a... It was Vanessa Redgrave, I think, was in it, too. 1971 historical drama horror film directed by Ken Russell, starring Oliver Reed and Vanessa Redgrave. Oliver Reed and Vanessa Redgrave. And you mentioned the director, Ken Russell. He did a lot of those erotic, violent thrillers back in the day and i think he was married who did he marry ken russell i think married a porn star if i'm not mistaken really this is good old school ken russell married well he married, he married an actress he married many different people well i know he did because uh, he was freaky and he, he did all these uh, so back when he was making this movie it was shirley ann kingdon then he was married to vivian jolly hetty baines and then lissy tribble were any of them porn stars? I know the guy was a freak. Ken Russell was a freaky director. Uh, Not that there's anything wrong with that. Shirley Ann Russell was a British costume designer. Okay. So that wasn't. And then the only other one that had. But did you ever see the movie The Devils? Henrietta Sarah Louise Baines. She was an actress, ballet. Um, no, she seems like she was. All right, so never mind. Legit. Then he was just a weird. Not Sylvia, not Sylvia Cristal. No. Not Russell Martin. Well, I have the trailer for The Devils. We have the trailer. This is a really grotesque movie now. But I don't think there's any nudity in the trailer. Because there's a lot of nudity. Uh, and that's not because it was nudity. It was just graphically I hope violent. I should, maybe I should look at it really first. No, I'll play before, it. Wait, wait. Because, I mean, I could, we could get in trouble with... Hold on, let me just I don't sure think they have nudity in the trailer. Right okay, now. I just want to make sure that there's Especially nudity. Especially in the 70s. They weren't showing trailers with nudity in the 70s. Yeah, but this might be a remake of a trailer, and then we could get in trouble on Twitch, and I don't want to do that. Jesus, Because we can talk about stuff. We can say pretty much anything, but we can't um, show pretty much anything. So, you know, we have to be careful. It's ridiculous. Hey, rules are rules. And there's no nudity in a movie. There's no nudity in any preview of a movie. So like you didn't... The Devil's... 
exclusive film, absolutely brilliant, ABC TV, superbly, frighteningly effective, Time magazine. But of course I can prove nothing. This Mother Superior may be little more than a hysterical nun. Exactly. Mere conjecture. And what form does this incubus take? The Devils is not a film for everyone. Yes. Vanessa Redgrave, Oliver Reed, in Ken Russell's film of The Devils. Now that's good stuff right there. All the great reviews. <clears throat> Five stars. Based on <clears throat> the book of the 1950s, The Devils of Loudon. Yes. I highly recommend it if you're into that freaky kind of non-type uh, satanic, not if you're a Satan worshiper. Just a weird movie. I found, my, that was one of the movies, you know, I'm young then. I'm like 20 years old back in that day. So there were a lot of impressionable films. Nowadays, nothing shocks anybody. The Graduate, Deliverance, Devils. Those are the first movies where you saw nudity and shocking stuff on the big screen. You know, as a young teenager just turning 20, Deliverance was a big deal, Robin. I mean, that was a controversial movie. The Graduate was a controversial movie. And Devils was not a real big hit, but it was one of those movies when you saw it as a kid, you're like, damn. Yeah. Damn. Emmanuel. Damn. But that was softcore, though. This wasn't hardcore pornography, by the way, Devils. I mean, these are top-notch actors in here. This isn't one, this isn't some Cinemax late night Nobody can act movies. This is Oliver Reed and Vanessa Redgrave. Well, here in the States, Emmanuel and uh, with all the Sylvia Crystal, she, they weren't on regular TV, but back home they were. Anything after 10 p.m., anything goes. <laughs> M. Knight should do a remake of The Devils, except he does it in a Philadelphia high-rise elevator. And then... We did that already. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's already done that. But that wasn't... That was a, one of them was Satan, right? That was actually one of M. Knight's best movies. I thought that was pretty good. He's in, there's an elevator full of people, <clears throat> and one of them is the devil, or Satan. And nobody knows who it is. And you really can't figure it out. It's really well done. Yes, it is. We should bring that back and do the devils, go to Liberty Place 2, and go all the way up to the top observation deck, and then something goes terribly, terribly wrong. They should do it in the PPA office, the remake of the devils. And then people just start breaking through the fences and release their cars from the PPA lot down near the Delaware River. Would that be great? Yes. Totally random. But T. Jacksony <laughs> is like, you know what was a great movie? Bikini Car Wash. <laughs> Parts one and two. <laughs> okay. The Hills Have Thighs that was good too. But they just show that way too many times. You know, The Hills Have Thighs, The Hills Have Thighs too. Those movies. Oh. And then uh, Thoroughbred uh, 1004, Pam Greer in Fort Apache, the Bronx, changed my life as a kid. Oh, oh her, Pam her tatas. Yeah. Her tatas. Because back then there was no nudity in movies. I know. You go to a movie as a kid and you're like, huh. when, when Anne Bancroft does a quick, they should do a quick yeah. nipple shot because she's sitting on the bed and she's seducing a young Dustin Hoffman. And the editing was great. And so she's got the stockings on, she's sitting on the bed, and then all of a sudden they would quickly show a shot of her naked breasts and then cut away from it. And people are like, oh my God, were those tatas on the big screen? Holy moly. Now, there, Julie Andrews. She this got was naked? A, she, was, uh, she got bare-breasted in the movie 
1981 movie SOB, and I, I remember that being a huge deal because it was like, oh my gosh, Maria from from the Sound of Music. Wow. Well, and it is Tata and Taco and- Tuesday, Robin. So we might as well talk. Let me yes. keep people abreast of what's happening in the uh, industry. But for those of yeah. you who do not remember the, the movie SOB, I don't remember that son of a bitch. You don't. <laughs> Was Dudley Moore in that? Dudley Moore was in it. And Did he get was, naked at least? This was the last movie that um, the Music Man was in. Um, what's his name? Uh, he just died not that long ago, too. No, he he died a long time ago. No, he died he, right after this. He did? Yeah, he died. Uh, what? The guy who sang 76 trombones, my favorite musical movie ever made, and I don't like musicals. The heck's his name now, damn it. Uh, <sighs> gosh darn it. Uh, and Robert, you're a mute- Robert Preston. Robert Preston. Robert Preston died shortly after that movie was made. If Sob. I'm not- I don't. Are you sure, Robin? Because oh. I remember I got really sad when I heard Robert Preston. I don't think he died that long ago. I'm not saying last year. Robert Preston. When did he die? He died. He died in 1987. Wow. Yeah. So I got to give myself one of those. Actually, I think I shed a tear as well when he passed away. He was one of my favorite, favorite all-time actors. I think she said, no, AJ in San Antonio, a spoonful of tatas make the medicine go down <laughs> in the most exciting way. He says, I will never watch Mary Poppins the same way. That's what everybody felt. It was a big freaking I don't deal. remember it. Yeah. What it, year was this? I remember. Did, the, I just vaguely remember. It was in the 80, early 80s. When Dudley Moore was doing all those, the nine and all those other right, great well, movies. Ten, a, actually. The whole premise. It's been downgraded to a nine now because of, because of time. It was actually kind of like a, a movie inside a movie inside a movie. Yes. And uh, Julie Andrews plays a famous star who is trying to change her image by burying her breasts in a movie, which this movie actually did because she bared her breasts. Um, anyway. I didn't know she ever. I didn't know she did it. Was it like a quick topless scene or was it she wasn't like standing there for a long time? God, does anybody besides me see the movie? I don't quite remember it. I don't think it was a very Listen, long nowadays scene. everybody shows their boobs on movies. Yes. So it's not a big deal. Last night I'm flipping around and I was on the Access Television and they were showing a movie that I didn't even know was made. And uh, a very young Ewan McGregor was in this movie as a kid. With another woman who gets naked a lot in movies. Great actress. It was based on the tsunami in Phuket, Thailand. I remember it's, that it's well. It's called Desperation, I think the movie's called. Okay. And I mean, you talk about really tough movies to watch. I mean, great acting. The chick that was in it, can you look it up? I can't think of her name now. But a well known actress. And then Ewan McGregor, who obviously grew up and has become a, a really, he's still young. People don't realize Ewan McGregor's not an older dude. Because this movie was made in 2012, this movie about the, the Thailand, the tsunami, which everybody saw. I mean, you have to be around, you don't have to be that old. Did Angela, Angela Lansbury show her boobs? That I don't remember surpri- that. That wouldn't surprise me as much as when it happened with Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews, it was a quickie. Exactly. It was a quickie. She just like okay. rips off the top. Uh, nothing wrong with a quickie. Um, Even if you're Mary Poppins. You uh, and McGregor, Naomi Watts called The Impossible. The Impossible. Naomi Watts. You want to talk about unbelievable acting. I know it's all makeup. They're actually in swamps and walking around and she's got bleeding everywhere. It's, it's a hard movie to watch, <clears throat> but it was well done. Called... The Impossible. impossible. Well, they survived the tsunami in Phuket. And the cinematography, this wasn't a big movie. So I'm flipping, and I I see this, and I see Naomi Watts and the young man, and I'm saying, who is that kid? And it's Ewan McGregor, 
when he was probably not even 10 years old in this movie. Really? Yeah. Betty White uh, did some nudity, too. I think she's doing it now, and she's like 95 years old. She's like my mom's age. But anyway, enough about that. Nobody's surprised when people get naked in movies anymore, Robin. No. Well, um, but so people are surprised when people don't get naked in movies. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Meanwhile, we got all kinds of updates today. So we gave you the, the, uh, the NBA update. So I'm going to give you this NBA story because it's going to piss off a lot of Laker fans. And I'm not trying to piss off Laker fans. But you remember how excited everybody was? Anthony Davis conspires. Oh, yeah. Obviously, LeBron during the entire season was trying to – players Woo were talking to him, him. Yeah. Players were basically talking to other players about, hey, why don't you come and join me? Come on, man. And then, we'll the, Lakers got, and then the Lakers got fined $50,000 for tampering. And now the NBA today, by the way, says they're now going to put together a special panel to investigate all of the stuff that's going on. Now, here's the best part of the story. It's a long story that's out today. You'll see it if you want to read it about the NBA. That the league wants to look into the process of the, not the Sixers process. They already looked into that. That's why they had to fire Sam Hinkie, because that was a scam and a fraud. But how it is that all of these players are now managing to team up, calling their buddies on other teams. And here's the best part. They're going to look into this to see what ways they can change it. You know how they manage it, Tony? How? Hey, yo. Well, no kidding, Robin. But here's the <laughs> best part. But here's it. the best part. So the NBA is going to impanel this special group to study this. But they're never going to punish the players because the players is just doing what players do. Yeah. You know, they can collude and they can tell guys, hey, you got a contract and you're going to be a free agent. Why don't you come join me here? And so they can't do anything to the players. But they, they can do something to the teams. And then here's the best part. Even if they figure out a way to determine that the teams are doing the wrong thing and they're making the process look stupid because the second free agency is announced that you're allowed to start signing people, already most of the guys are already signed. So in other words, they're breaking the rules. They're negotiating. Con- These contracts aren't written on a napkin. And then they say at, the, at, at 6 o'clock on a Friday, hey, look, look, look who signed. People know these deals are being made months in advance. So you're pretty much telling the world that your system is flawed and you're allowing teams to get away with it. And here's the best part. At the end of this story, it says, well, they may come up with a solution, but chances are they really won't do anything to punish the teams. Then why the hell are you even looking at this? If you're not going to punish teams for tampering with other people's property, what's the sanctity of a contract mean? You're not going to... And even if you fine a team $50,000... What the hell is that? Yeah, not you're getting Anthony Davis to go to the Lakers. If so that's the one what they story. Want, then fifty thousand dollars is nothing. It's a, exactly. It's a con artist thing. You're basically telling the world that you're a, now you're trying to look like you care about the, this whole ridiculous shit show scam artist stuff. Hey, the agents do this. The agents leak the stuff yeah. out, and then the teams leak it out. I don't blame the agents. They're trying to get their their clients paid. But here's where it comes to bite you back in the ass. Anthony Davis yesterday got up and was talking about how the Lakers were all excited about how, you know, how they loved the fact that they gave up all these draft picks and all these other assets to get this guy. Yesterday, he said, you know, the Lakers think they're going to get this guy. He, they only have him for one year. They didn't sign him to a long-term deal. So now he says, I'm going to focus on this one season. And hopefully when we win a championship next year, then I'll sit down and reevaluate what I'm going to do. In other words, I could be one and done for the Lakers. They just spent all this money, all these draft picks, 
all these players have been shipped around elsewhere, and he may stick it in their ass next year. And guess where he even said that he wouldn't mind going to play? In his native Chicago. Somebody asked him at the press conference, hey, you're a Chicago guy. You ever think about maybe playing for the Bulls? Uh-huh. Michael Jordan's team? Yeah. Guess what he said? He said, hey, you know, it, it's, uh, the thought has crossed my mind. You know, I'd have to consider it. Now, here are the Lakers going crazy. We got Anthony Davis with LeBron. Oh, my God, they're going to win 15. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not none NBA championships with Anthony Davis. Wouldn't that be the quintessential slap in the face from all these people who love this collusion and corruption? I'm not talking about the one in the White House. I'm talking about the NBA collusion and corruption. And Anthony Davis flat out says at a Lakers press conference, well, uh, you know, uh, Chicago, because somebody asked him, hey, you're a Chicago guy. You got a one-year deal. They didn't max you out. Next year, say the Bulls call. Come to Chicago. Come home. Go back where you came from. (laughs) Chicago. (laughs) Wouldn't that be something? This is a story nobody's talking about. This is a big deal. Yeah. Again, I'm not I'm not trying to rip the Laker fans. And we're not saying that we heard anything else either. This is just This is his words. His words were when he was asked as the Lakers and Rob Palenka are or orgasming all over the place on this amazing coup that they pulled, getting Anthony Davis to come play with LeBron in L.A. And then he says, hey, at the end of the year... I ain't beholden to anybody. He didn't say that, but he flat out said, Ah. I would consider it, I'd have to consider it, when asked about whether he would think about going back and playing for his hometown team, the Chicago Bulls. So that's the way it works. That could be an amazing story that develops... During the season. Because why would Anthony Davis sign a long-term deal? He knows that at the end of next year, the same thing's going to happen. He's going to have a gazillion people. And it doesn't sound like he's interested in signing a deal right now with the Lakers. And why should he? What happens if everything goes to hell with the Lakers like it did last year? And then they have to try to sign him at the end of the year? He'll be an unrestricted free agent last year. Remember, they had to trade for Anthony Davis. He didn't pick him up as a free agent. He's got one year left on his contract. And so next year, at the end of the season, after all this rigmarole, he may wind up going somewhere else. That doesn't mean the Lakers won't re-sign him or they can't re-sign him. But when somebody's asking you about your hometown and you're saying, hey, you know, know, sometimes you got to, you know. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Now, I could play devil's advocate and say, well, you know, maybe he was just being nice. Being nice, you don't say that when you're sitting next to your new employers. The employers who are ejaculating at the dais. <laughs> and somebody asks them <laughs> during this whole, wow, we got to look at Anthony Davis. He's looking at his eyebrows. Look at his eyebrows. Laker fan feeling you. And then he answers a question that throws cold water all over the Laker organization. You know, we should con- contact Vic the Brick and see what they feel. What, Feeling you. How do they feel after that comment? How does comment? it feel? Now, again, I don't have any problem with the Lakers or their fans. I'm just having fun here. But this is not, I'm not making this up. I'm not throwing shit against the wall. I'm giving you an actual story that is, I can't believe this story is not a big deal. And I'm not saying he's going to the Bulls. Remember what I said. He was asked a question about what happens at the end of his first year with the Lakers. He's a free agent. 
No, Roman Czechmonic's uh, unibrow is not better than Anthony Davis's. Come on, man. Anthony Davis is the brow. Remember he did that scam where he pretended that he shaved the brow? Yeah, that was weird. And it was, you know, to make some money from a razor blade company or a shaving cream company? I mean, this is a guy who wanted out of New Orleans. And now he may leave one year after the Lakers? We should get, uh, we should get, uh, let's see, Petros and Money, are they already on? I got to get Petros on today. Or Matt Money Smith from let L.A. Me, let me contact Because Petros. we got all kinds of stuff going on in L.A. You got the situation, uh, you know, Mark Sanchez, former L.A. great, former USC great, going to ESPN to do college football. You got the, uh, the Dodgers tearing it up. And now you got the LeBron story. I wonder what Stephen NBA Smith is saying today. Somebody, did you buy a, a, an Anthony Davis chia pet? I missed out. It on only that. grows on the side on the eyebrows, though. I missed out on that. That's thing. hard to do, though. That you can't teach that. Can you, if you shave like the middle of your eyebrows area, that area between there, Robin? Will the hair grow? Like you know, when when kids start to shave uh-huh. and they want it to come in stronger, so they think if they shave more and more, which is total bullshit, by the way. So if you shave somewhere, it does not come in stronger. It just, when, when your hair grows out, <clears throat> excuse me, when your hair grows out naturally, the closer to your face is a thicker hair than... So that's, a, that's all a wives' tale? Like if you're a little kid and, and you, you want to have a nice strong beard. Now, if you're Armenian, you start shaving at like seven. <clears throat> It's, yeah. it's different. If you're an Armenian or a Slavic, birth. yeah, exactly. No, so so as your hair grows out, the, the very tip of it is thinner and more fine, and then as it grows out, it's thicker and thicker. So if you shave it, then you're cutting off right at the thick point. So rather than it being thinner at the tip, it's already thick. And Well, blunt. I like it thick all the way down. I mean, I mean, who doesn't? <clears throat> By the way, Stephen NBA Smith has now reacted to this news about LeBron James, May, about the Anthony Davis May being just a one-year rental for the Lakers. We have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, <clears throat> and flat-out deceived. No doubt about it. That's my reaction. Did you call Petro? Did you text Petros? I am. I'm efforting text, that. Text right that Petros Papa Giorgio guy. So what happens? But you know, the one thing about shaving body parts and people do it. You know, people get uh, the backs done, except the guy who's the the guy transitioning. The tranny up in Canada who wanted a woman to yeah. wax his balls. I mean, that was such a stunt. That was such a stunt. First of all, I don't know any man who wants his balls waxed. Well, it's I don't all, like anything waxed. You know how much that hurts on a regular part? It's body almost part? impossible to do. Here, you can't do it on a man. Let's get a waxing. Let's get a ball waxing update. From a woman who's done Brazilians, she's done regular waxing. She's been to pretty much every wax museum in the world, yes, including to, Madame Tussauds up there in the Niagara Falls side. I even went to a threading salon one time, which let's was get a, a let's, huge mistake. Let's get a, a waxing update from the waxing authority, Miss Robin. So, when, for waxing to be effective, mm-hmm. your skin cannot be loose. So even when a wax when you get your vajayj waxed mm-hmm. they hold the, the the technician holds your skin i'm like, trying to visualize everybody wants to visualize this robin's actually showing if you're watching us on twitch so, you watch how robin is perp this is the proper yes. technique if so you ever want to wax your friend your girlfriend your wife 
both at the same time. You, you're, one of your male buddies wants you to wax his balls for him because no woman. I don't it's recommend funny. it. I can't have a woman give me a massage legally, but I, I expect a woman to wax my balls. So let okay. let me explain. Go ahead. So let's just <laughs> let's just say that there's skin that needs to be waxed, right? right. Uh-huh. If it's wrinkly like this, which a JJ has, you know, folds, they they'll hold it down so that it's Robin's nice now, and taut. Now, Robin's now using her forearm right. to actually simulate a JJ since we can't so actually show a JJ on this show. One hand of the the person will hold it taut. They will sometimes even ask you to help out. Have with you ever holding... had multiple women hold you down while no. they're waxing the... Uh... I've only had one, but... but the, now, this is a... like the full Brazilian. This so... isn't the landing strip, right? Oh, no, no. Well, I depended on what kind of mood I was in. Okay. But but the, So they, they'll hold it taut, and then if there's still a little bit of loose skin, then they will have you help and hold the other piece so that it's nice and smooth. And then the other hand that they have free, one one's obviously holding, mm-hmm. the other one will then rip the, the wax off. We need that sound of that paper being ripped off and all the hair being so, ripped right. and then having that smooth because if 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 it's not taut and if it one it doesn't it doesn't work as well the hair won't come out and two it can really severely hurt you you can get like blood blisters and things like that <sighs> so by the way this is our medical health and science segment as well ladies and gentlemen if you're tuning in and you want to know because there's a big controversy over this transsexual yes. man or trans uh, he's, he's 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 transitioning but he's, he's still, still, a, still a biological right, male, right? And so he wanted to go to this. He's a trans. He's a transitioning transsexual. Transsexual. Yes. He hasn't had the plumbing uh, taken right. care of yet. So, so he, he wants to go get his balls waxed. Right. And and um, there, I I even asked um, one of my regular waxers that if she ever did any men and she says no you can't you cannot really do that because of this reason that there is no way for a man's testicles skin to become taut stretched out enough for them to be able to effectively use wax on it it's just not possible i need a little, little smooth music in the background for this uh, kind of conversation robin this is so smooth so it has nothing to do with the fact that it's it's just not medically uh recommended no like it's, you could it's, really severely hurt exactly somebody. Why would anybody want to do that anyway? Yeah, so just this, shave it down there. This was, or use nair. Does it fall out with nair? Yeah. I wouldn't put nair down there. Well, they you know make nair for down there, so. See, yeah, Dunkin', Dunkin' Dad says just nair is balls or hers or whatever. Now, should a, should a, should a female esthetician? have the right to say I'm not going to do that on a male I'm not going yes. to do waxing on a man's balls because it might they might not feel comfortable being around you know I mean that's that's a very personal private uh, location and so you have to be really comfortable with what you're doing I would not want somebody working on me that wasn't comfortable because that's when mistakes occur exactly I mean it's ridiculous again I don't understand how this is a big deal. No. We're talking about it because we do our medical segment every day. And since Robin is a waxing expert, in fact, when we moved to Philadelphia from Los Angeles, uh-huh. Robin found out that South Philly here, where we live, which has a, a hair and nail salon and waxing salon, 
everywhere. Like on on most corners, when you know where there's four corners, but I there's found- at least two hair salons, uh, not hair. Waxing and nail salons. Correct. Two on each corner. It's like Starbucks in many cities. But, but it took me at, I mean, I called probably 20 different waxing salons and none of them did full Brazilians. They all did bikini waxes, but they didn't do full Brazilians. They would just do the landing strip. Yeah. What is wrong with this damn thing today? I got the one song I want and it doesn't show, it doesn't play when I hit it. Damn it. This is not smooth at all. 91 Sixer says, in Japan, they have waxing vending machines where you stick certain parts in. No. How is that even possible? Oh, now I'm really totally curious. I've never seen, been to Japan, I've seen all sorts of strange things, but I've not seen a waxing machine. Wax on, wax off. I mean, the Karate what Kid. What do you stick at? Is it just for your... Mr. For Miyagi your, knew this a long time ago, right? for your, like, legs and arms What only? do I look like? A vending machine guy? I don't know, but now I'm so curious. Are you curious because yellow, curious, though? That's curious minds want to know. <laughs> um, Walgreens and Osco are on the other two corners. Yeah, no, it's true. Walgreens no, is yeah. everywhere. It's gotta, listen, I understand there being pharmacies... On corners, why do we need so many nail and waxing salons all over the place? Obviously, there's a lot of clientele. You're not opening like 15 waxing salons in one block if people weren't going in there and getting waxed up and waxed on. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at Japanese vending machines. Unique Japanese vending machines. Oh, I don't want to watch the whole YouTube video. Well, Robin, we know they have, like, panties, and they sell used underwear in vending machines. They sell everything in vending machines. Yes, they do. I was watching a train show the other night. In the hotel where I stayed at in Tokyo, they had both beer and used... And liquor in the same machine. Beer in the front and liquor in the rear. I think they had it in that place. (laughs) Let's see... Robin, this is not good when you're just doing searches while I we're know, on the air. I know, I know, I know. But I'm, I'm so curious now. I'm trying to picture what in the world this kind of vending machine would look like. How, how can you, what do you stick in there? It has to be only your legs. There's no other way that it could be something else. Yeah, they can't put your punani, punani. Are you going to stick your punani in the, or your balls in a machine and have it, some machine do something when you can't see it? I don't even like when somebody does it when I can see it. But, well, it depends. I mean, but he is correct that the, the Japan is the place for vending machines. They have more vending oh, machines yeah, than any other other country, as far as I know. You can pretty much get anything in a vending machine. But I did not know you could do waxing, which I find fascinating. Somebody sent me a link. Finally, I found it. I finally it wouldn't let me get to this song. Rob Thomas with Carlos Santana. Yes, I I don't know why you have such issues, Tony. Smooth. But then again, it, you are Tony Bruno. I'm smooth. I tried whack. Did I, did I ever try to whack something on my body? I'm trying to remember. No. I don't even like watching people get waxed. You ever see these guys that like they, they put it on their chest and then they pull it off? Yes. It's Jesus. Give me a little Rob Thomas. Crank that baby up now. Being good. And... Robin, can I have a little more sound, please? Thank you. P. 
People are saying they would stick their genitals in a machine to have it uh, taken care of without being able to see it. Would you? Yeah, no, that would be, like, I mean, that's uh, the ultimate nightmare idea of the machine going crazy and chopping something off. <laughs> that's just horrible. There was a movie about that, too. Eh. I don't even want to think about Give it. Me. Wait a minute, I gotta get Make the drums in. Crank this up. Let's forget about it. I gotta do my conga drums today, too. Conga! Oh, Trevor, that was Trevor from the 203 on the phone. He was? They have waxing machines for surfing. For surfboards, yeah. Surfing, yeah, for surfboards. Yeah, you put it in the machine, they wax on, wax off. Yeah. They got a lot of waxing machines. Why do you think they have buffers? Buffer? I didn't even... Oh, Swedish Chef is reminding me, well, just the fact that I'm seeing his name, he did not remind me. He made one of the most epic, epic remixes... Yes, he from did. From yesterday's yeah, show. Yeah, Robin played it last night, and it was hilarious. And it is absolutely fantastic. Now, for those of you who do not remember, um, we were talking about... Tony was going on a rant about the PPA, and Tony kept saying... Which is I'm very not, rare. I, often, yeah, I, I don't really do that very often on the show. I, I'm not going to take this anymore. Like, I'm, I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to take it. Well, that, of course, prompted Twisted Sister... Yep. Um, ...song, and... Unbeknownst to us, the Swedish chef was inspired, and he was inspired probably better than ever before, and came up with the following. Shall I play it, Tony? Yeah, let's go to the tape. This is the Tony Bruno, uh, we're not going to take it anymore remix from the great And he already says, he says there was so much material that this is longer than his normal remix. So here we go. Let's go to the tape. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. There's no system of, of justice. It's an outrage. Enough is enough. They put my car behind cages. You can't go fight a ticket. They know you're innocent. You're guilty. I'm as mad as hell. And I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm going to get a saw out, and I will do out gold live at me cutting the goddamn boot on my car off, and then I'll take that boot, and then I'll get on a flatbed truck with a bullhorn, and I'll have banners, and I will take it to City Hall, and then I will pick that boot up, and like four, I will spin around, I will fling that boot, that's the kind of bullshit that happens in this city, it happens everywhere, <laughs> I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore, it's an outrage, I've paid my tickets. I will get people together. I'll have a caravan. I'll get trucks. They put your car behind cages. Bullshit. It's an outrage. I'm as mad as hell. And I'm not going to take it anymore. Enough is enough. You can't go fight a ticket. They know you're innocent. You're guilty. What is this? A third world banana republic here in Philadelphia? Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put your hands together. so freaking fantastic. This Swedish chef, he's something special. 
You, you, you're good, you. You're good, Swedish chef. It's that is so phenomenal, awesome. man. That is phenomenal. Yeah, he said this was the most fun he's had doing a remix. <laughs> and you notice that there's no screaming. Even when I had that rant, people accused me of being loud. and I didn't scream once during that. It was just emphatic intonations. I don't Wouldn't know. You say? I don't know. I, I, I think the spittle <laughs> on some of these uh, screens in front of you might beg to differ. <laughs> that was great. That may have to be in heavy rotation. Yes, yes. We may have to play that at least once a day. <laughs> so good. Whether you need it or not. <laughs> Give me a little more. Speaking of smooth, one more smooth song for the day, Robin. Smooth? Not smooth jazz. Oh. How about smooth criminals? Smooth criminal. Any, are you okay? You Okay. Great was this song. Now you know they, the alien ant farm did the other version of this. Remember, Robin? There was a second version. This is Michael jo- Michael Jackson, obviously right. the original. But there was a group called Alien Ant Farm, and you knew it had to be the aliens. I do vaguely, vaguely remember the Alien Ant Farm. They're gonna they're gonna storm Area 51, I think, in September. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me give you that version. Here it is. Tell me if we. Remember, this is like a, yes. a punk version of it. Headbanger. Not more punk. Sped up just a little bit. Mako215 says the Alien Ant Farm is doing a free concert down at Area 51. Are they really? Yeah. Are you okay, Trevor from the 203 says, I believe this song was either the hockey 050607 or 08. NHL 050. Yeah. I wasn't on those games, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think I remember, I think my son, I recall playing this and hearing this quite a bit. Even though it's exact ripoff of Michael Jackson, at least it was a different version. Yeah. It's, it's faster. It's got a good beat. It's got a good beat. You can get high to it. You can bang your head with it. <laughs> as uh, as Flyer Superfan says, maybe Annie didn't have it spread tight enough, so she's not okay. Ah, yeah, as yeah, Robin yeah, yeah. pointed out yes. during her, her recent class. And you can go back and watch this later. Just in case you need re-air. some pointers. If you want to learn once again, maybe your wife says, hey, you know, it's really expensive. we got to cut back now. I still got those college loans that I need paid, but I got to wait for Bernie or Elizabeth Warren to win so I, I can have all of my loans erased from my uh, debit. How about we say we do some home waxing tonight? Well, and you can it, go to any uh, any uh I've had girlfriends I've we've waxed each you other have, like, before. like waxing parties? Yes. It's much better than a Tupperware party. Let's be <laughs> honest. If you're a woman, would you rather go to a Tupperware party or a waxing with your friends party? 
It's better than knitting or all those other dumb things. Trust me, it is way difficult to do it to yourself. There's just certain areas that are so hard to reach. And if you can't see it, can't and 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 you really there's a lot of times there's certain areas certain folds yes. where you need more than two hands because one to hold and one to pull is not enough. You so, know, as the great Freddie Mitchell once said, "My hands have been very good to me, and so have mine." Speaking of hair, though, yeah. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the. Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. When I think of waxing, I think of bald. Uh-huh. And when I think of bald, I think of domes. And, yes. And, and sometimes people aren't completely bald. They're, they have a little bit of hair. Is this the bad to... head story? <laughs> yes. I call that. This is a great update, ladies and gentlemen. See how I went there? <laughs> I had this story yesterday, but it yes, didn't send, didn't... I didn't send it to her. It didn't, like, go. Right. And also, we, didn't, we, we covered so much yesterday, we didn't have exactly. enough time to go to we it. We got to do this bad head story. And there are people who are saying, you know, there's no such thing. But obviously there is. And speaking of overseas and speaking of crazy Asian things, not crazy rich Asians. No. Well, maybe, that- I don't know how much it costs. I would think that this was actually quite expensive to do this. But this might be the most crazy, creepy hairdos I've ever seen in my entire and this life. This is talent, by the way. This oh. is art. Oh, totally. I'm we not know what country this art. is? This is an Asian country. I don't know which one it is. I believe it's Japan. Let's go to the tape. Ladies and gentlemen, maybe you're thinking that your, your high top fade isn't good the way it used to be. Maybe you like the Zs. Maybe you like the lines. Maybe you like the box cut that we used to get as kids where they made the clean box. Maybe you like the, uh, what do they call it, lines from the neck Whatever up. you like, we know for a fact that if you like this, you want attention. Yes. You want people to look at Forget you. Forget about painting your hair green or orange or purple. You can do that too. But maybe you need to go to Japan because there's a salon there where they can do some art on your head. Let's go to your, is this bad head or a good head desk? And your correspondent, Miss Robin. I don't, honestly, I'm, I think this is Tokyo. Not 100% sure. I don't think I even need to say anything. Now, there's no commentary. So this is a barber who, on the back of your head, will actually shave in. And puts portraits on. So this was there you just saw Donald Trump. Now they're doing the Mona Lisa. And this this artist, this this hair artist. And this is the Buddha. And so he uses the short hair and the shaver to, to create the face. And then he uses your own hair to create the hair of... 
the face that he's doing. Now, you, the people are saying they can't see oh, the video. damn it. So you didn't, you're not playing the video? You know, the drum it beats. Transfer. It's got a good drum beat. Okay. So now now I'm playing it again. I okay. apologize. If you're watching, transfer. check this out. It's unbelievable. It is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Like, this is Donald Trump here. What would you do that to the back of your head? You can't do it in and this country. And they dye they their you. hair to make it orange, his orange comb over. I mean... <laughs> The artistry is pretty amazing. No, I it's mean, incredible. It's incredibly amazing. But it is creepy as shit. <laughs> the wow. Annabelle doll. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I want. I want the Annabelle doll shaved in the back of my head. Wow, that's buffering, incredible. Buffering, buffering. That's incredible stuff. It's creepy, too. It is so creepy. Look at the... Oh, oh. That is... Like, why would you want that so close to your brain? Well, it's not close to your brain. You have no brain if you're going to do that anyway. (laughs) You don't really care about your brain. Wow. It is creepy as shit. (laughs) And then can you imagine walking behind somebody like that on the street? The Donald Trump is amazing. I mean, the guy does the whole... Then he dies the top of the back of his head. That's Bruce Lee. Look at Bruce Lee. I mean, it is phenomenal... The Mona Lisa, he's very, very talented, but it's just creepy as shit. I, I don't know what I would do if I, like, you're walking along, Marilyn Monroe, you, you're walking along and you see that staring at you from behind. But oh, that's funny, wearing the sunglasses. <laughs> Mickey Mouse, okay, Mickey Mouse, cute. Okay, I can do Mickey. I can, I Madonna! Can but the Annabelle doll is freaking yeah, creepy, right? creepy ass. All right, fade it down now because one thing we're learning today. We all need a road trip to Japan. Of course, you can't move around in Japan because there's a gazillion people, 33 million people in Tokyo alone. But people have been saying, Tony, is this show turning Japanese, Robin? I, Japan is a beautiful country. It is. Everybody should visit there sometime. The people are wonderful. And there's never been a country with that many people that is that safe, that clean. They're wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people. Petros got back to me, Tony Bruno. Yeah. He can do it. Uh, let's see. That would be 1 p.m. His time would be... 3 p.m. No, it would be 4 p.m. our time, right? Let's see. Three hours earlier. 1 p.m. his time? Yeah. That's 4 o'clock. That's the end of the show. What time is that again? We could extend the program into overtime for a very special appearance. By the great P. The old P, as he likes to call himself. We'll do overtime. Okay. He's afraid of doing overtime. Okay, I'm getting back to him. Kirsten Dunst did a remake of this song, Turning Japanese. Are you serious? I think so. How could she do a better job than the vapors? I don't know. Whatever happened right. to the vapors? So I think they we just are, made it into we've already, We just made the commitment that we're going to go overtime for Petros Papadakis. Ladies and gentlemen, how about that? How about the commitment, the dedication, keeping our noses to the grindstones, keeping our wax papers on and wax off. It's the reunion of great crosstalk. 
Bruno Petros and Money, eight years in the making, Robin. Yep. Right, speaking of Kirsten Dunst, we just saw her in the uh, Hidden Figures movie we were watching on oh, cable. Oh, yeah, I know. She played a biatch. Biatch from NASA. I thought they didn't have any biatches at NASA, at NASA back in the day, well, she, she, became, to, she became nice at the end. No, but I'm saying they, there were supposedly no women working at NASA, according oh, to the New York yeah, Times. It's ridiculous, man. Oh, speaking of NASA and flying things, remember last week when I was looking for the video of the biggest paper airplane in the world? Yes. And it was so beautiful, and I couldn't find the video? I found the video. The biggest paper airplane? It is phenomenal. For those of you who haven't seen this yet, I know that it's See, done this is why you have to have the Twitch TV app. Because a lot of you know, people don't, don't watching it on TV right. can't see it. So well, and most of the time, we'll have expla- I'll explain it. I'll do a play-by-play. Does this have a? Does this have audio that goes along with it? No, I'm not 100% sure. But oh, I didn't. I, didn't, I never saw it until this morning. But um, but here's the other thing: is if you are watching it on another platform, then you still want to make sure that you switch over to Twitch for multitude of reasons. But the biggest one is that you will be guaranteed not to miss anything because sometimes the other platforms stop. Twitch does not, and um, also you will be able to correspond with us in the chat room exactly the chat room in twitch is the only one that we really correspond with that we pay attention to and it is the definitely the only one that tony can see now it's because uh, we don't allow him to see anything else it's 10 minutes to three here in the east on this uh, taco tuesday tata tuesday right and of course uh ball shaving tuesday yes but let's look at this airplane or ball first waxing. let's I, look at the airplane this is it's just beautiful because we still have to do the sinus rinse people are wondering yes. what time robin I'm starting to get congested here. I know. So, so there's probably going to so be a I. lot of stuff. There's going to be a lot of stuff. Should we prep it? Yeah, I, I am congested. There's no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, you can hear it in should your Should I voice. blow my nose or should I wait so, for that to be used in the system? Uh, you should wait for it. Should I just it? flush it out you with the rest of the it. show? So here is, now you can see that this is inside a big indoor tennis court. I believe that it's at a university somewhere. And maybe oh, it looks like it, a real airplane. And it looks like a real airplane. This is made out of paper, but look at how this thing goes. Does he just, why does he throw the thing from the bottom? Why doesn't he go up higher and release it? Look at how beautifully it floats. Is that not amazing? It's gorgeous. Anyway, that was my. Is that the air? Is that the new seven thirty seven uh, jumbo that they've uh, max the plane that there? they fixed? They should have dropped it from higher up. Who cares about it floating on? It's only like four feet off the ground. But it just sort of hovered there. It was gorgeous. Yeah, that's and the impressive. new Boeing uh, Super Light, <laughs> not Super Max. It's, I think it's made with a maxi pad so that they're all safe now when they put these planes back up in the air. But anyway, it's not a Taint Tuesday. That's a good question, though, Robin. We've been talking a lot about yes. things, but, but these are big stories in the news. We don't make yes, stuff I up. Know. We don't just do this for the titillation. We don't do this for, we're not shock jocks. We're not no, doing this not. for shock value. This is not about shock value. Well, we this love is, shock G, though. This is informational, it is newsworthy, and it's educational. <laughs> that just, is what we are about. Yeah, and this, we also, we're here to learn. Yep. Dean says, don't be ripping Boeing. I own stock in those sons of bitches. Hey, it's not my fault they can't get the damn fit planes fixed. By the way, Dean did mention earlier that the stocks that he mentioned yesterday yeah. did really uh, did I don't well. do after hour. I didn't do any after hour buying. I get up to get ready for the show. Damn it. How much did they go up, Dean? I need some damn money. And I need it now. And I don't have a I don't have a structured settlement, but I need cash now. Well, should Dean call so that I can set up your little system here while you're talking 